Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on anger, loneliness, and sex. We hope it's helpful. Thanks for listening. No, I thought it was, that's, you can go on rants. We both go on rants. I think the thing that um, I want to point out is just because it's like, I, what we're not saying is like, oh, every time you're angry, it's because you have an unmet sexual need. That's not it. What we're saying, or every time that you're you're lonely, it's because you you need to have sex. That's not what we're saying either. Yeah. I think I think what we're pointing out is those two emotions, loneliness and anger, are very common emotions that we feel regularly. Yeah. That's how we respond to them. That yeah. leads to things that we don't, that we wouldn't want to, or that we wouldn't typically do, or we wouldn't we would not be appropriate. Mm. So. That's why. So this is a very approachable thing. It's it's not it's not something just for some people. It's, this is for everybody. All of us experience these things. Yeah. And knowing that's like, well, man, I just can't be angry anymore. That's just impossible uh, because we're people. We're going to be angry about something. Um, but then all it's I would argue that not all anger is bad. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it, it is actually. I think anger is healthy, but it's what you, we do with the anger because you do with it's it. yeah yeah it's. So if we just like hone in on anger, it is a gift. It is an emotion from God that he gave it, gave it to us on purpose because what it does is it highlights the things that we are most passionate about. Um, I think if you know, like you really, if you think, think about it this way, if you know what's going to make someone really angry, you really know them. Like, that's when you can tell like, Oh, I'm close to somebody. Cause I know what's going to make them angry, mm. like really angry. So there's like this identity and belongingness and knowing someone deeply when you know, like that person's going to be angry if I say this, or if I, if I let this happen, what's even more, what's even more important is when you understand why they are angry, you get to see what they're passionate about. Like most of us, we get like, if the people we care about, we know they're going to be angry about something because, because we've seen this before, we've been around them long enough, we know it makes them tick. So this, uh, I guess, looking at anger that way where it's like, it is a, there's a level of intimacy in a relationship if we know what makes somebody angry. Yeah. But then it's, what do we do with that? That's with other people. But then with ourselves, it's identifying, why does this make me angry? Because it really gets to the root of who we are and what's most important to us. Yeah. And of course, so if that's true, then of course, if we don't handle anger in a healthy way, it's going to lead to mess, messiness. It's going to lead to unhealthy relationships. It's going to lead to unhealthy actions, things that we don't want to do, things that we would be ashamed of. It's going to lead to pain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a suggestion on what we should do. And I'm, man, I'm, I'm not saying I always do this. (laughs) I think I'm preaching to myself here, but. You know, I think that when we're experiencing um, anger, when we're experiencing loneliness, and when we're when when that when that all starts to play out in our sexuality, um, I think that instead of, I think a lot of us what we do is we ignore it, and we we end up acting out in some way, but we're not really thinking about it right? Because there's so much shame associated with it. I think even when we think about sexuality, even the mo- even people that are irreligious or 
or don't have a, any sort of like kind of moral code around sexuality. I think most folks I've talked to have a baseline sense of like that there's something not right with how they interact with sex. And the only reason I say that is just like, like Jay Stringer, um, he uses it in a different context, but like I was just listening to the audiobook again and he's talking about like honor and honesty. And if if we if we really felt good about how we were how we were interacting with people sexually, why 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 are we trying to hide it? You know? Mm. Um because typically when people are really excited about their behaviors, they're telling people about it. And it's so interesting when you look at our culture how how on one hand we're so outspoken about sexual sex sex and sexuality but then when you actually talk to people people are so secretive about about their behavior sexually and so what that tells me is that we're saying that the way to freedom is to just engage in sex however you want but in practice that's leading people to just major shame and, and a lot of hurt and a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. And so the way that we're, inter- we're interacting with sex and with anger and loneliness is not leading to flourishing. It's actually leading to the opposite. And so I say all that to say, w- again, what, what are we inviting towards? It's, it's realizing that you're probably dealing with a lot of shame around these three things. And so instead of pushing it aside and pushing it down and not paying attention to it, I think that any three of these, we should try our best to be compassionate, curious, and open. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.